previously on Little Bit Leave It. Hi everyone. Hey everybody, it's Ben. This is Little Bit Leave It, the Love Island UK podcast for people who are not in the UK. And with me once again is my co-host, Rebecca. I just want to say hi, everyone. Again, because it's in my head. It has like seared its way into my ears. It will never leave me. It is part of me now. For those of you who have not watched the episode and just listened to the podcast without watching Love Island UK. Why though? Because they love us. That was our impression of Jess and Eve entering the villa. That's right. We saw the twins coming to the villa. That's the big thing of the episode. That's really what most of the episode was about, of who are the twins uh, going to steal to couple up with. And uh, then we find out, of course, who they do steal. Is Shauna going to be okay? She looks really stressed this whole episode. Like, it doesn't even matter what happens. She looks like she's going to bust a blood vessel. Yeah, I think that Shauna, we saw, she is marking her territory. That is definitely the pull quote from the episode when Shauna says, I think I've done a marking of my territory. I've done what dogs do with the lampposts. I have left my scent. (laughs) she's the best i think that if it comes down to shauna versus eve my money's on shauna but i think we're getting a little bit of ahead of ourselves so let's do a quick recap and then we'll get into our deep dive topic tonight which i'm really excited about we're going to be talking about the sexiest jobs in the uk because in honor of uh callum being a scaffolder and where does scaffolder rank on the list you'll just have to keep listening to find out all right so how do we start we start by some more couple chats right were any of those initial couple chats interesting to you for any reason no uh what was interesting to me is at least you're honest (laughs) yeah so yeah what's what was interesting to you about the first couple of scenes of the show So, you know, here I am. I'm making fun of Jess and Eve. Meanwhile, like, they're like, no reason we can't find love and friends. And they just seem very genuine, like, even the way they talk to each other. I just want to point out that the name of the show is Love Island, not Friend Island. They included love. I so want to be so annoyed by these women. And I just love them. I find them so endearing. I'm so judgmental. Yes. So we also had uh, this really, I think, interesting moment where there's a kind of meta conversation happening between Mike and the twins when they pull him aside, because now we're getting to see all these pull asides, right? The pulling aside, can I borrow you for a second, which make fun of uh, The Bachelor, right, on SNL. I just think it's funny how quickly that kind of uh, superficial artifice becomes normalized in an environment like Love Island. Because earlier, we're not going to spoil anything for this season, but that doesn't happen as much, I feel like, in earlier seasons of Love Island. But maybe I'm making that up. But Jess and Eve are definitely grafting. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, (laughs) when they pull Callum for a chat and Sean is all mad, Nas, this is my favorite line of the episode, they did say they go more for personality. Nas, boom! 
Callum's hot, but there's like not much. There. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Shauna almost kind of admits it. Yeah, no. My girl Shauna knows exactly what she's looking at. So we also had a game, right? First game of the season. Spill the tea. Where we see the two favorite Love Island game activities. Secrets. Secrets and I'm getting kissing. people wet. Secrets and kissing, yeah. Also, a lot of the games do involve people getting wet and messy. Well, yeah, but that's not as exciting as secrets and kissing is what I'm saying. I don't know. I've, I've read on the internet that messy is very exciting for a lot of people in the UK. Oh, well, there you go. There's a culture shock. We should get into. <laughs> that is a good subject for another deep dive. Yeah, we'll get into uh, the fetishes most popular in England. That's a good idea. Coming soon. Anyway, anything about the game that you thought was interesting or fun? Shanice's bathing suit was really ugly, but I guess I should save that for the fashion report. Um, Sophie, little sex cat, not a surprise. But why didn't she kiss Connor for real? You know, I don't know why. A lot of the kisses looked a little awkward. You know, it's because it is first kiss for a lot of... Yeah, but they were already like into each other. Was it because of the secret that he'd slept with over 100 people? Either that or his teeth. I don't know. His teeth are... Golden God. His teeth beckon in the moonlight. Planes use his teeth to help them land. I think some Boy Scouts took him camping. Ships use his teeth to avoid the uh, coastline. Anyway, enough about Connor's teeth. They basically all play just to kiss whoever they like, which is the right way to play the game if you're playing strategically. Um, But maybe, you know, if you want to win, not the way uh, to play the game. Though I guess... Kind of depends on how you define winning. So Ollie, the giant cheater, that wasn't just like, ooh, I made a mistake and cheated on my girlfriend and we broke up. That's like, I had a dick problem. Like eight or nine times is not a mistake. Were any of them mistakes? I mean, that's that whole joke like, whoops, I fell down and my dick was in her mouth kind of thing. No, but like, you know, he's young. And so... ostensibly if my young like rich boyfriend was like listen i'm really sorry you know we're in college i accidentally slipped and dicked a girl (laughs) you know i would understand because we were 21 and dumb and beautiful so you would understand now as a 30 something year old woman but when you were 20 or 21 you would not have been oh that's okay i forgive you you're a rich good looking guy i was a much different person before we met well, I'm glad that you changed because I love you. No, I'd love you for, I was going to say I'd love you no matter what, no matter what you do, but I don't That's mostly true, generally true. Yeah, there are some things, maybe. Anyway, I thought Nas was maybe the big loser of the game. Yeah, Nas sucked. Played it wrong. He tried to kiss Shanice. He should not have done that. They both said it was good, though. Yeah, but I just, there's zero chance of that working out. Both of those things can be true. That's, that's true. That's true. The other thing I thought was interesting was Mike. He kissed two different girls. Yeah. Well, he and Jess, man. That was some shit. Yep. Two kisses with Jess. She initiated one of them. Yes. And that is why I think Mike is a sociopath. Not because she initiated a kiss, but because when he was talking to Leanne after the game, he was gaslighting her. He said that Jess kissed him twice. But in fact, Mike kissed her first all right the guys went first so mike kissed her first and then she kissed him back so i think leanne is delusional when she thinks that she is going to keep mike no matter what i think that jess has a real shot at getting mike leanne stepped up and gave him that kiss and that looked pretty hot 
Oh yeah, no doubt. Leanne but- is like fighting back because she knows she's she knows she's under fire. I just think she thinks she has it locked down and she does not have it locked down. Yeah, so let's talk about the lying about your true intentions because Mike was lying to Leanne and reassuring her and then lying to Jess or lying to Jess about liking her. But Callum is doing the same thing to Shauna. I don't think that Callum is going nearly as far as Mike. I mean, Mike goes as far as telling Jess and Eve that he wants to be with one of them and literally a minute or two later walks over to Leanne who's surrounded by the other girls and he says that he's loyal to her. So he's just setting himself up to be blameless. I mean, that guy is just talking out of both sides of his mouth. Callum is playing the shy guy with Eve, but he did not send any of the signals, I think, that that Mike sent. And he also, for what it's worth, didn't tell Shauna, I'm loyal to you. Well, I mean, he did tell her that he was happy with her. But no, I mean, your point is not unreasonable. You obviously feel very strongly about it. And I feel like we argued about this already, so. (laughs) (laughs) So we talked about Shauna marking her territory. Moves! Shauna, that was so balla. Shot caller. And then we see the twin. I'm going to write a song for (laughs) Shauna. The twins fight a little (laughs) bit. I love her. Because Jess is being real selfish. Yeah, Jess is being a real cooter about it, wasn't she? Yep. And then we have... The steals. Dun, dun, dun. So we see that, uh, as expected, Jess takes Mike, Eve takes Ca- uh, Callum, and that is that. I mean, I didn't think that those were surprises, did you? No. Yeah, that was very, very obvious, I think. They telegraphed exactly what that was going to happen because Callum, you know, he's a scaffolder. Why wouldn't you want a scaffolder? He could scaffold me all day. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know, but it sounds good. <laughs> he can build a structure around me for other people to climb on. Is that a British king? Quite possibly. You'll find out in a few episodes. You know, I think now that we're done recapping the episode, that is a good time to remind people that this is a listener-supported podcast. You can find us on Patreon. You could also email us podcast at gmail.com. Email us with your questions, your thoughts, your comments, your nudes. I was just about to say no dick pics. <laughs> but if they're part of a larger tableau, that's okay. Put a little top hat on it, you know, make it look good. So we did get some emails, actually, after the first episode, people asking us about the name of the podcast. We did? Yeah, we got hundreds of emails asking us how we came up with the name. That's pretty amazing because you just created it this morning. No, I actually created it yesterday and we've been flooded. Well, do you want to tell them? Because it's kind of glorious. And that's a whole other deep dive, though. I think we should save that. Yeah, I know. I, I wasn't saying we're actually going to tell people why. If you have seen the show's other seasons, then you might know. And if you don't know... You still don't know because we haven't told you. <laughs> suckers. Let's talk about scaffolders. Let's talk about sexy jobs. Because Shauna, the first episode, is all like, oh, another scaffolder because she dated a scaffolder who cheated on her. And then uh, the other girls are talking about scaffolders. And I just did not think of scaffolder as a prominent profession. Okay, so I was thinking about that also. And maybe it's just like a weird coincidence that keeps happening to her. 
Well, I would say yes, except what I find odd is that it is not just Shauna who thinks about, you know, scaffolders as like, I don't know, as like sexy or too bad Nas is just a builder if he were a scaffolder he'd be having much right. better luck exactly yeah and and it's funny the names of the professions and how they're different like a scaffolder is there does what, exactly what a scaffolder would do here but it's not a thing well yeah you, you just think of them as like construction workers with a specialty in scaffolding nobody necessarily calls them scaffolders here though maybe the labor union situation is different in the UK and there's a scaffolders union and so it's just a more prominent there's profession there's probably a scaffolder there's union here too uh i don't think it's like specific to scat maybe i don't know i or a local we'll have to look that up we'll look that up and report back to you of whether there's Nobody a scaffolders about that except you and me we got thinking what are the sexy jobs in the uk other than scaffolder and so we did some research i did some research anyway i looked and lo and behold I found some lists and scaffolder appears nowhere on these lists of sexiest jobs in the United Kingdom. So let's start, though, with uh, a study from 2017. Well, that's three years ago. Things could change. Sure, sure. But we'll hit another one up momentarily. But from 2017, we have a study by a certain dating site with the number five sexiest job is lawyer. Number four sexiest job is Real estate developer. Oh, you like that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. That is part of my profession and sort of part of my day job. Well, you know, go to the UK, see what happens. Well, if we keep going here, I think I think you will see that this list is a little suspect. So number three, sexiest job, doctor. Okay. So yeah, as much as I want to believe that I could go over... Between a doctor and a lawyer? Yeah, to the UK and just land a bunch of really sexy women. I, I have my doubts. I have my doubts. Well, I have my doubts that it would be because of my profession. Let's just put it that way. Uh, number two, software engineer, because yeah, computer programming, super Nerd. sexy, right? Money. I guess they're all about the money. This is what I'm getting because number one is finance manager. Money guy. First, what even is that? Like an investment banker or a wealth advisor? Well, I know what a financial advisor is. I know what an investment banker is. I don't know what a finance manager is unless you're talking about like a, a controller or something. No, no, it's one of those. They're like flashy guys in expensive suits who make too much money for doing nothing. Sounds made up to me. But anyway, let's... Didn't you see the Wolf of Wall Street? Let's, let's just go with it. It's like the Wolf of, so, I don't know, Downing Street. What's the... But where I'm going with this is all five of them are very money oriented, right? It's all stuff that has reputations for making a lot of money. Doctor and lawyer have its own prestige. Yeah, doctor and lawyer are very high prestige, but I guess, and also maybe in the UK, they don't make as much money as they do here. I mean, certainly doctors don't. But in any case, the source of this list, it's really funny. It's a site called What's Your Price? Have you ever heard of whatsyourprice.com? No. Yeah, me neither. Not until I read this. It is a dating site, supposedly, but it's more like a dating auction site. And so what they did was they took their 5,000 top members in the UK. So first of all, they have 800,000 members worldwide, which sounds like a lot, but there are, you know. Billions. Yeah, billions of people, right? It's 800,000 in the grand scheme of things. I don't know. And we don't even know how many of them are in the UK. So Billions. How people. representative a sample people for me. is this? Not? 
Yeah, I don't know. But the idea was that these are the professions that got the highest auction prices where you can bid on taking somebody on a date. So you bid actual money on these people? You know, that wasn't clear whether people are actually bidding real money to go on these dates, but it was certainly implied. Well, it has to have some kind of currency or else it's meaningless. I can just put like one million. But if I'm not like trading in some like credits or I mean, there must be real money involved. Just think about this. Unless you can play like Candy Crush and then like turn those into. Yeah, they probably have like ways you can watch commercials and and turn it into points that you could bid on an auction or something. Or you can mine. You can do Bitcoin mining. Think about that as like a dating site, as a concept for a dating site, right? You you don't get to pick who you go on a date with. You put yourself up for auction and just go to the highest bidder. That's gross. Who gets the money first? Definitely not poor people. And, but like who gets... Well, wouldn't that be a charitable way to go about it? I mean, like, does the website... Donate it? But does the website must take some percentage of money and then... Do you then have to pay to go on the... Like, who are you paying to go on the date? The, the person? The website? And if you're paying the person, like, what really is the... I guess the difference is that they're not a professional escort. They're like an amateur who's moonlighting on whatsyourprice.com. Or it goes to pay for the date. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. So if you spend $500, like... You have to spend it on the date. Yeah. And then the website could have deals. They could have deals with certain restaurants and hotels and resorts. And that way, the website can make money off of the resort partnership. See, I'm already looking at me thinking about this like a business opportunity. I'm sick. After this podcast starts paying for itself, then we can move on to other things. Once it goes on autopilot and we're able to turn it over to the substitute hosts full time, uh, we'll be introducing them next week. It's really just our son and one of the cats. I moved on because I felt like whatsyourprice.com was maybe not the best source of information. So I went to what I think is now, you know, the gold standard of online dating businesses. And that, of course, is Tinder. Tinder has a list that I think is much more believable because it's a mix of things that make a lot of money, things that are you know, traditionally thought of as sexy. Anyway, I think the Tinder list is a much more representative list because it does include some jobs that are prestigious, some others that may just make a lot of money, and then others that are thought of as sexy. So I think this is a much, much better list. But And these are obviously all the jobs for men. I didn't get into the jobs for women because we were talking about scaffolders and Callum. From 15 to 1, I'm just going to run through them quickly. Soldier at number 15. Barf. Yeah. Cop, number 14. Barf. Yeah. 13, financial advisor. There you go. 12, personal trainer. So a lot of Love Island contestants from previous seasons, right? Lawyer, number 11. Number 10 is interesting. College student, number 10. I was wondering if that's just because college students were taking this quiz. I bet it's that. And I also think that maybe it's more respectable because here any idiot was, you know, rich parents can go to college. And I think this is measuring right swipes. So another thing would be if you have a lot of college students on the app, they're probably going to swipe on a lot of college students. So maybe college student is inflated because of that, and that's not necessarily sexy. But number nine, paramedic. I mean, when I was in college, I thought college students were sexy, so... Yeah. So number nine, paramedic. Number eight, model. Lots of models on Love Island. Yeah. Yeah, lots of models. Number seven, engineer. That's cool. Number six, teacher. Very noble, right? I mean, that's great. I'm happy for the teachers. That's very different. Teacher sandwich right in between engineer at seven and 
TV personality at number five. Presenter. I like how they call them presenters. Yes. In the UK. Number four, doctor again. Number three, our old friend, the firefighter. I mean, who doesn't think a firefighter sexy? I'm sorry. Number two, founder slash entrepreneur. Hey, hey, high five to us. High five to us. And number one is pilot. Sexiest job in the UK, according to Tinder. I guess. I'm down for free vacations. I am not sure if that's... The sex appeal. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was the idea. Is the guy flying the, like, the giant dick through the sky? Is that it? I don't know. I think it's more just the idea that, you know, Top Gun, Tom Cruise, right? That he can fly the giant dick with skill. I, I guess. Okay. I guess. But all that also got me really curious about the least sexy jobs in the UK. So the least sexiest of all is somebody who works in the sewer. And I think these were framed as who you would least likely to have sex with. Who would you refuse to have sex with? Although on the show Younger, there's a character who works in the sewers and he's fine as hell. So it just goes to show you a lot of differences between countries. Because these are a lot of dirty jobs, though. It's like sewer worker, janitor, undertaker, garbage man. And then, of course, politician, right in between garbage man and fishmonger. That is amazing. I think I need to sit and like absorb that deliciousness. Bailiffs, traffic cops, exterminator. And then the least disturbing profession in the world, taxidermist. And then somebody who works in a slaughterhouse. And coming in down at the bottom, now there's only 2% said they would not have sex with this person. But it's, it's sad. It's an accountant. Aww. Yeah. Aww. You guys should love your accountants. That poor, pasty, pale guy has a good heart and a sharp mind. What makes you think an accountant is always pasty and pale? Have you seen accountants? I've seen lots of accountants. I don't know. I'm just fucking around. Enough with the accountant hate. It's time for Culture Shock. So we had two slang terms this week. Bellend, which is just a dick. And... We had the first appearance of a really, really complicated, interesting word when... One of, one of the best. When Shauna says to Nas, don't mug my man off. So what is mugging exactly? Oh, gosh. Well, I think it really depends on the context because you can mug someone off by kind of uh, disrespecting them or making fun of them. Betraying them. In a belittling way, maybe. Yeah. Intentionally betraying them, too. Yeah, there's intention behind it. Yeah. You can be muggy, right? So someone who mugs someone off is acting. They're acting muggy. Yeah, Yeah. muggy is like shady. Muggy is like shady. Yeah. And then you can feel muggy when you have been mugged off, right? Yeah. And that's just, you know, you feel like someone took advantage of you. Like they insulted you and it doesn't feel good. No. You know, to, to feel muggy. Having been the mugger and the mugged, I can say that neither of them are fun. You mean having been muggy and been muggy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> neither of them are pleasant. Do we miss any common uses? No. Oh, oh, another thing I liked, and I don't think this is regional. It's just amazing. You donut. Who was that? That was also Nas. Oh, he says that to... Jess or Eve. And she was like, oh, that's so funny. I love that. But she was right. That was really funny. I wrote it down. I wrote it down in really pretty handwriting, too, because I loved it so much. 
You donut. And we did mention grafting earlier. And that, of course, is just when you are coming onto somebody, but kind of like in a uh, premeditated way, right? Yeah, like competitive flirting. Yeah, competitive flirting. And you kind of got a game plan. Yeah. Yeah, like a skin graft. Like it attaches to you. Yeah, yeah. That's That's what I think of when I hear it. Like attaching yourself to someone. So that is culture shock. All right, ooh, 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 TNA report, TNA report. I actually don't have that much T or A, but there was a lot of fashion in this episode. So I am super excited to talk about that. TNA, Ben, you're the one who noticed it, so hit us with it. Oh, those thong bikinis? There you go. <laughs> yeah, we saw a few of them. I mean, Jess and Eve, obviously. Was it Sophie as well? Yeah, so good on you, ladies. Looking fantastic. And then let's do fashion because I have one, two, three, four, five fashions. First of all was the aforementioned Shawnee's ugly crocheted like beige and neon green bathing suit. Like what was that? No. But Shauna's pink ruffled Barbie dress and the bun, that was perfect. She looked amazing. What a good look for her that night. Leanne with the dress and the hair and the earrings and the makeup. Leanne was on fire. That flower dress was amazing. And those earrings were hideous, but they worked on her. She looked incredible. And then a couple more knocks, because like we said, I am very judgmental. Jess and Eve looked, they looked good in the dresses, but the dresses look really cheap and stretchy. I did not think Eve should have been wearing that dress. So it was pretty flattering when on the close-ups, but... When you saw the whole body. Well, I think it was because she had the microphone pack wrapped around her waist. Oh. And, it made it look, and it just cut her in a weird place. The dress cut her at one place and the microphone cut her at another place. And so I think the dress itself was just cheap material. I don't think the unflatteringness was all her fault. Yeah, I guess you're right. The dresses did look kind of cheap. Yeah, that's all. They looked fine. You know, I'm not calling them cheap. Please. And then, oh, why are all the guys' ankles hanging out? Is that like a thing? Flood pants? Actually, it's been a while now. I think it was considered fashion forward, at least in New York, back in, gosh, probably like 2011, 2012 was when you first. So it's been a while now. I was still working, but I guess I wasn't working in the right places. That was when it was very fashionable, so you didn't see a lot of guys doing it. And I would say probably three years ago, you started to see a lot more guys walking around with their ankles showing. And now it's all over Midtown Manhattan, I'm sure. I mean, it would be if it would be if people were going to work. So, is it time to rank the couples? It is time to rank the couples. Oh, yes. I love to rank the couples. Oh, wait. I have one more thing. Real quick, Shawnice is definitely painting her skin darker. Oh, yeah. I am not kidding myself. My right. eyes do not deceive I me. I saw that too. Shawnice has got some shady makeup shit going on, and I'm calling her out. Yep, yep. Either that or she's just really bad at bronzer. I don't know. That combined with the obsession with Princess Jasmine... If she was if she was trying to be exotic, she would be more down with Nas, you would think, because she would be objectifying him, right? She would yeah. be using him as She'd a be prop. fetishizing him. So that's yeah. just that's even better. Yeah, no, she would be using him as a prop to reinforce this image that she's trying to create for herself. So maybe we're being too harsh. The kids in their twenties are really respectful. Like they're super respectful of other people's like bodies and looks and choices. And while I'm actually quite respectful in real life, I also have a real mean streak. So it's kind of hard. They're awesome. They're going to change the world. If you're one of those kids, fight the power, man. You're doing awesome. We're too old to fight the power, so we're just going to rank the couples. 
We're not too old. We're just, our kid is too little. We're too old to fight the power, so we're just going to rank the couples. But we're not the power yet. Yeah, we're not the power yet. All right, so we had... It was a real shakeup because two yeah. of my favorite couples got broken up. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's go top to bottom this week because... Yeah, that's our, more interesting. Yeah, because our, our top couple actually stays the same. Connor and Sophie. Yeah, we didn't say anything about Connor in this whole episode. I don't know. Connor kept his cool. Well, we did spend about two and a half minutes making fun of his teeth. <laughs> so, no, it's not we didn't talk about it, But they're definitely they're the strongest couple at this point. They've already... Like I said, they've already had their first fight. Mm-hmm. And they still like each other. So Connor and Sophie. Yeah. And then it got ugly. Like we were like, well, we hate all four of these couples. Well, so Paige and Ollie. He's cheated on his ex-girlfriend eight or nine times. Like this is not someone I want for my page. Okay. I get that you don't want Ollie for your page, but there is no question, no question that they are the second strongest couple out of these five couples. Right? Well, Jess and Mike, right? They're number three. Yeah. Jess and Mike, I think, are number three. I agree with you. Right? Mm -hmm. Even though they're brand new, they kissed a couple times. Yeah, but she seems very confused about what she wants. And like you said, who knows how genuine he is. Right, exactly. I, I, I actually think you could argue putting Jess and Mike over Paige and Ollie because... Yeah, you could. I can see that. If, you really, if you're really bullish on their chances of staying together... Yeah. Then I guess. But I, I just think Mike is playing both sides. I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. I think you could tie them at second. But anyway, it's all semantics. And now fourth, we'd originally had this couple at the bottom. But then after talking a little bit more, we decided even Callum should be fourth. And what is you were the one who convinced me. Well, I just think the Shanice and Nas thing is so, it, not even stupid. It's just ridiculous. Like she doesn't like him. She's had no interest in him. I'm like doing her hand motion because... I, I can just see her. 100%. 100%. She's just so not interested in him. And that's her prerogative. You know what I mean? Like, if she's not into him, she's not into him. I'm not saying she should or has to be into him. But then she got all mad when he was talking to Jess and Eve. She was all mad that he wasn't bringing her breakfast. You know, they had this kiss that they both enjoyed. So I would like to know, is she actually giving him a shot? Or does she just want to be the object of his attention so she can rebuff him? Pretty sure it's that one. I think you're right. So that's why they're in last, because I don't trust her motivations. And I don't know if I like her. She's being kind of shady. Come on, Shawnees. I'm trying to say your name right every time. Don't do this. Don't do this, Shawnees. Don't do this. And and that leaves Shauna and Leanne solo. I don't think either one of them will stay solo. Well, someone's going to be eliminated soon, right? That's uh, they said. I, I would say Shauna has a much better chance of staying than Leanne. They said end of the week. So that means two or three more episodes till our first elimination. But they're going to bring yeah, guys gonna in. Yeah, they're going to be bringing guys in before that. So we Who will see. Who do you see. think they're going to bring in? Guys. <laughs> I don't know. They're well, always good looking guys. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. There's no gingers. Maybe they'll bring in male twins. That would be the best thing they could do. And then the twins would all twin off together. And then they would get confused about which one was... Oh, that would no, That would actually be really good if you had two sets. Oh, I have an idea. We should do a reality show, a dating show, with all identical twin sets. All polyamorous pansexual twin sets. Hey now. 
all identical twin sets and that nobody's allowed to wear name tags and everybody has to get really confused about who they're sleeping with. Or like if you don't get confused, like you're allowed to move on. And if you get confused, sleep with the wrong twin, then you're Oh, eliminated. yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's how people would get eliminated by sleeping with the wrong <laughs> twin. <laughs> anyway, ITV, call us if you want us to produce that show twin island <laughs> we want ian sterling yeah it has to have ian sterling that's the rule anyway i think that is it for us unless you're a patreon subscriber that's right if you support us on patreon you get all kinds of cool stuff and you get to keep listening for spoils of love because this is a rewatch for us we actually do know everything that's going to happen and we give you our thoughts on that in Spoils of Love and how today's episode interplays with the rest of the season. Thank you to all of our awesome patrons and thank and you listeners in general. to all of our Just listeners. Just because someone doesn't have a dollar to waste on this shit doesn't mean we don't like them. I didn't finish. I was going to say thank you all for listening, even if you don't give us any money, because ultimately we are doing this for the love of Love Island. For the love of the island. The love of the island. Exactly. So we will see you next time on Little Bit Leave It. From Staten Island to Love Island. Peace, Peace out. out.